everyone, and welcome to another edition of Sports with Yosef. That was me with the call of... Wait, you didn't hear that? Why don't you go back and listen again? Still don't hear it? Well, that is the sound of live sports right now. There is no live sports as COVID-19 has struck the world. Coming on to talk about it, CBS writer will be Danny Vietti. Um, I'll, I'll go through a little bit of the history at the end. But then I'll be off for this episode. I'll be putting out another episode with NFL free agency news right after this. All that and more coming up on Sports with Yosef. Opening day would have been just about a week ago. Instead, the entire world is practically shut down as COVID-19 is terrorizing the world. Every sports league in the world, it's, they've been suspended, canceled, postponed, whatever the terminology you want to call it. And coming on to talk about sports and more specifically MLB from CBS Sports. He covers the MLB, Danny Vietti. Danny, thanks for joining me on Sports with Yosef. How are you doing? I'm doing well, as good as you can be staying indoors. You know, I'm sure we could all be better, though, that's for sure. As long as we're healthy, that's the most important thing. What sport surprised you most in the way they handled COVID-19 and their reaction? Yeah, I think the NBA really set the tone for everyone. And it was just a trickle down effect after that. Once the NBA suspended their season, it was essentially everybody's looking at the NBA and saying, look, if the NBA is doing this, then it's our time to follow suit. And it's kind of like it, it, a lot of it's protecting the brand too, because if you hypothetically have a player that uh, is infected with a disease and you didn't for, you know, let's say some league didn't, um, suspend their season, uh, that company and that league is going to be liable. And so all these leagues were looking at the NBA and saying, look, we can't be that one sport or that one league that is responsible for spreading this pandemic. And so I, I think a lot of leagues were looking at the NBA. That really started the movement, if you will. Um, and of course, not, not the best movement in the eyes of sports fans, but I think the NBA really set the tone. Um, I know you are a writer about the MLB. I just, quick question. Um, you mentioned other sports, and I didn't question also. NFL. Right now, every pretense of the NFL is they're playing a full six, uh, 16 regular, uh, sixteen games regular season. Uh, from my point of view, sitting at home, I don't think COVID-19 is over. And what's going to happen to the NFL? What's going to happen to any league if an employee – of that maybe it's a player, maybe it's a coach, maybe it's a referee, maybe it's umpire, whatever, someone in their organization catches corona. How did, I mean, once sports come back on, what's going to be the reaction if something like that happens? Yeah, that, that's a certainly a good question. And I wish I had an answer for you um, other than it's just kind of a play by ear thing. And the best thing that we can do as a nation and as, as a sports fan whatever the case may be, the best thing we can do is look at China, um, look at some of these other countries that are dealing with it. And they keep saying, the official, officials keep saying that they're essentially China, especially, they're a couple months ahead of us. So if you can somewhat gauge how their people, um, their economy, and everything else is responding as like you saw it last week, uh, the Chinese basketball league, they were expected to start their season back up, but they um, kind of, like you mentioned, they had a little bit of a setback. And so now they might not start the season back up at all. So 
will we see that in the NFL? I certainly hope not. I certainly hope we can get past this and uh, we can get back to, you know, going to work on a day-to-day basis and watching sports and on Sunday nights and doing the things that make life, you know, fun and, and exciting and thrilling. So I certainly hope that isn't the case, but I think it is definitely a possibility. I think everybody has this innate um, quality that wants us to think optimistically. I mean, I, I tweeted something out today that the MLB hasn't ruled out in uh, late May start for opening day. And again, it's very optimistic to think that I don't know uh, if that's going to be the case. And I, to be honest, if you ask me now, I'd probably say I'd pretty doubtful that it would start in May. Nonetheless, I think all of us are trying to think optimistically because it is a sort of a dark time right now. And, um, you know, to answer your question, I, I don't, I don't know if the NFL will start on time or we'll have a full season, but, um, only time will tell. Uh huh. So you were, you were talking about them. I'll be wanting to start, um, ideally late May, honestly, probably not happening. How much time does MLB need to give players? to get back up to speed, um, spring training uh, sorts. Obviously, they want to get as many games in as they can. Maybe you would have the spring training games count as a regular season, but players just aren't ready to, ha- to start a grind, which is the MLB. Yeah, that's a good question. And I think it's more of a concern when it comes to pitchers because hitters will tell you, Mike Trout was interviewed last week, and he said, I'm ready to go. It- Give me a couple swings off the tee. Give me a couple BPs, and I'll be ready to roll. Uh, midseason form, probably not. But he can go out there and, um, you know, not just Mike Trout. Anybody in MLB can step up to the plate and hit a ball right now. It, it doesn't take too much time in the eyes of a hitter. Pitchers, on the other hand, most notably in today's era, because we know so much more about arm care, um, arm recovery. And, you know, we, obviously we pay so much attention to pitch counts nowadays. Pitchers' arms are not as durable as we once thought they, you know, they were. And so you're seeing all-time highs in Tommy John surgeries, uh, labrum surgeries, uh, UCL issues. Um, you saw already James Paxton had surgery. Uh, Luis Severino already went down this year, and we haven't even played a game yet. No, it's in the card. Exactly. The, the, the list goes on. So point being, pitchers are going to need three to four weeks, one week to ramp up their bullpens another week to actually start pitching against live hitters and then another week to actually, or another one to two weeks to start actually ramping up and pitching against um, and simulated games. So you're looking at three to four weeks of a modified spring training, if you will. Uh huh. The MLB, I think less so than any other sport doesn't have the big dramatic slam dunk touchdown, nothing quite like a goal in the NHL. And it's been really, I think, one of the reasons whether or not the balls are juiced, I think it's if they are, it's definitely to have more home runs, which are the MLB's big play, more big hitting. Would the MLB be willing just to say, you know what, pitchers, sorry, we're going to play. It's going to get more excitement into this game, something we need and let the hitters get an early advantage to the season? No chance, because it's not that – the pitchers aren't geared up, ready to roll. It's not that the pitchers can't go out there and throw good pitches. It's the day after when their arm is fatigued and it's the recovery. It, the whole reason we're doing this is health, obviously. The whole reason we're uh, 
boxed up in our own houses right now is health concerns. And so to throw a pitcher out there who hasn't thrown against live hitters and uh, see spring training was, it's been over a month now uh, to throw a pitcher back out there and expect them to throw a hundred pitches or whatever the uh, expectation may be, depending on the pitcher, it would be bad for their health. And we're already seeing, as I mentioned before, all-time highs in surgeries, labrum, Tommy John, and to throw a pitcher back out there after not pitching for a month, you would see an increased spike in that. So I don't see that happening at all. What are players doing during this break in regards to advancing their training at all? What, what can they do and what are they doing? Yeah, they're definitely restricted. That's for sure. Um, you're seeing guys, luckily a lot of these guys are getting paid pretty well. Um, so you're seeing a lot of the guys with the big contracts, they have their own home gym. Uh, they have a lot of guys have their own uh, batting cages within their own homes. So Joey Gallo uh, video went uh, viral this last week. He was hitting off a tee in his own, um, his own loft. And Way to make friends with your neighbors, but can't see them. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I don't think his neighbors were too excited to be hearing the ting ting every second, but you got to do what you got to do. You got to get your work in. Right. Um, but so the ones I'm concerned about are the minor leaguers who aren't getting paid very much at all. They did uh, major league baseball did agree to pay minor leaguers $400 a week during this uh, rough time right now, which isn't a lot, but it's certainly a step in the right direction. Um, and it's guys like that minor league a lot of people don't realize the majority of professional baseball players do not get paid very much money uh it's the owners and the stars of the game that are getting paid the big bucks everyone after that is i don't want to say they're everyday people and they're making them making minimum wage but a lot of the minor leaguers are making about minimum wage and so for the guys that are um obviously without work they're likely not going to get a job right now because the employer knows that once the season starts back up, they're going to lose an employee. Um, and secondly, they haven't been paid their regular paycheck since last August when their season ended because they don't get paid throughout the off season. Their final paycheck comes in August. So these minor leaguers that don't have home gyms, they don't have home training centers. Uh, I saw a minor leaguer for the Braves. He was squatting a pig the other day, um, finding any way he can get some exercise. And so these are the guys I – I don't want to say I'm concerned because I know that they'll put in the work or at least they're going to do their best to put in the work. But I feel sorry for those guys because they're not going to have the opportunities that you know, some of these big pay guys have. Uh, and do you think this is going to set back a bunch of rebuilds? Definitely the Orioles, um, the Mariners, a bunch of rebuilding teams will hurt them. I think because the restructuring of the draft, it could be interesting. I. I don't know how it's going to work out exactly because what they agreed to is to, they could restructure the MLB draft to, it could be down to, I believe six rounds. I thought five. Maybe it's five. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so if it goes down to five, that's 40 something rounds, uh, 50 something rounds uh, each. That's 40 something players that aren't going to each designated team. So it's kind of good news for the minor leaguers that are already there because it could save some spots save some positions for some, some guys that, um, you know, maybe they would have gotten cut had this pandemic not happened. And so, um, you know, it, it could be interesting to see. I, I don't know if it'll slow down a rebuild. I think I look at a team like the White Sox and the Padres that certainly 
they need time to develop and they need um, some trial by error, if you will. Um, so I'd look at teams like that and I, I think it could push it back a little bit, but this is uncharted territory. And to say I have an answer would, I'd just be lying to you because this is, uh, I don't think anybody has an answer right now. Yeah. Any sort of prediction in any sport, always taking your best guess at who knows what's going to happen. When the MLB came out with a statement of what could be happening, how players are going to be having the same status quo pretty much as their previous season in regards to contracts, I didn't see anything about this. Maybe you did. What about what I'm going to call the Shohei Otani rule? Two-way players, how is their, they have to earn the right to be a two-way player. How is that going to affect them, if at all? Uh, so I, I might need to uh, hear that question one more time. Um, Shohei, the Shohei Otani rule and the two-way players, they have to earn two-way designation. Right. And how will this, whether it's a full year off, half year off, two months off, how will that affect getting designation? Will the MLB maybe give an automatic freebie or just who knows? Has MLB not even thought of it? Yeah, I think those are details that have been put on the back burner a little bit. They'll have to be resolved certainly before opening day because there's guys like Otani or um, trying to blank on the Tampa Bay Rays two-way guy. Um, and then there's another guy for the Rangers as well. But yeah, it's certainly something that'll have to be resolved. Um, I, if I were to take a guess, I don't have anybody telling me this, no sources telling me any um, inferences of what they might do, but I would guess um, that it would be some type of modified version of the rule they already implemented uh, yeah. or implemented, I should say. So whether it's innings or um, whatever the case may be, it'll probably be just a more condensed version. That was a kind of wild question. I thought of it one night when I was playing a video game. I was like, wait, MLB's not thought of this, or have they? You would know or not. That's a good question, man, for real. That, a lot of these questions are awesome. The problem is I don't think anybody has answers. So, like, I hate to call myself an insider or expert because I don't think anybody are experts on this situation right now. Nah, I mean, I think no, any, nobody's really an expert on predicting the future. I mean, it's just impossible. And I actually had the voice of the Ravens, Jerry Sandusky, on my podcast and asked him to make a prediction. He's like, you'll say, I don't make predictions. Last time I made a prediction, uh, I predicted the Bills won the Super Bowl four years in a row. So many ways to go. You just, you'll never know what's going to happen. Um, Here's my thing with predictions. I don't like them because, one, people expect you to have a hot take or a bold prediction. And then when it isn't true, they all say you're an idiot and they tag hot take or uh, freezing cold takes, whatever. And then, and, exactly. And then if you have a regular prediction, like if I say – the Yankees are going to win the World Series. Nobody tunes in because it's not bold enough. So I hate predictions too. Yeah, I will say though, guests who have come on my podcast, there's a decent record of predictions. Um, had guests come on predict Orioles, excuse me, Astros Nationals World Series. Predicted that I believe well, in if they, July. If they, said, or if they said Orioles, yeah, they definitely wouldn't have gotten that one correct. No, he got the winner wrong. But the, as of now, I think that's one of the best predictions I've ever had on not that many guests. So decent track record there. So who knows? Maybe you'll be right about everything. What, which team is going to be suffering the biggest loss because of this break, whether it's maybe the Dodgers and not having the paid so much for Mookie Betts, not having that, maybe a team rebuilding. What's your opinion on that? I think more so the young teams. Uh, I mentioned that before the Padres and the White Sox, it might set their, I don't want to say they're rebuilding because 
they've already went through their rebuilding stage. Now they're kind of on the come up. And so it might set them back a little bit because guys like Fernando Tatis, um, some of their young pitchers that they have in San Diego. And if the White Sox guys like Michael Kopech, um, Dylan Seas, these are guys that need reps and they need live reps. And as much as you can throw bullpens on the side, as much as you can train, as much as you can do, um, you can do whatever you want with the best pitching coaches in the world. There's no better training than actually in-game reps. And so it's teams like that that I think, I don't know if they'll struggle, but I think their timeline is just pushed back a little bit. And teams that'll, I hate to say benefit, because I don't think anybody's going to benefit necessarily from this situation, but the veteran teams that just know how to um, control what they can control, and they've been through tough times before. So you, you mentioned the Dodgers, um, another team like the Yankees. They've They've seen injuries. They've been through weird times. They've been through weird situations before. So not to say that they're going to be pros in a situation like this. They'll know how to handle, um, you know, maybe situations that may hurt a young team, but they'll know how to handle it. Uh, I mean, and the Yankees are getting all, I mean, all their superstars were really out to start the season and they are now all coming back. Although if there's an MLB season, if there's not an MLB season, excuse me, then I think everyone who predicted the Yankees, I think the rest of the world is just going to see that prediction is wrong. Exactly. They're the Yankees. That's why predictions suck, man. We talked about it. I know. But we're going to see Giancarlo ready to go, Aaron Judge ready to go. And if the season's pushed back even more, might James Paxton might be ready to go by opening day as well. So, Yeah. The MLB came out with a statement that the Red Sox cheating investigation was complete. What's the holdup on releasing the results? I know they, I saw rumors that they wanted to keep it out of court. What impact would that make? Yeah, I think they're making a mistake if they're trying to hold off during this time because if they wait, we've waited long enough for opening day. We've waited long enough for the season to start. If they wait till the start of the season to release the details, it's just gonna, you're elongating this. Uh, process you're elongating whatever comes about from this so if I was major league baseball I would release it right away rip the band-aid off because no matter what major league baseball is going to have some criticism when you're a big entity like major league baseball and you have big figures you're going to have criticizers and a lot of critiques so when you're looking at the Boston Red Sox obviously something was going on there and that investigation um, is done. And I don't understand why they're delaying it because there's nothing going on right now in sports. It's not like you're putting out other news. I mean, NFL is the only news organization, which I'm saying a sports organization, I should say that's putting out news and that's just standard free agency in their draft. Exactly. And a lot of people have, can make the case that the Astros scandal was actually good for baseball. I would probably argue otherwise. I think it was good for publicity and for popularity of the sport, but I don't want to say it was good for the game. But if you're going to take that same argument into with the Boston Red Sox case, there's nothing going on right now. Like you said, NFL free agency is ending. Pretty much all the big names are off the table there. And so there's nothing happening right now in sports. If you let the news um, out right now, by the time opening day rolls around, you're ready to go. It's behind you. You have the Astros. You have the Red Sox. You have both those. Um, you, know, you have them behind you, and you're ready to move forward. But if you let it tinkle into the season – uh, who knows how long it'll last because it, it's really Major League Baseball's own fault for letting it get into the season like that. 
Um, do you expect a change in trade deadlines? Um, they're meant to be at, it's meant to be July 31st, but with Corona and COVID-19, would you expect that to be moved a little later in the season or too early to tell? Too early to tell now, just because I don't think we know. I think right now we got to figure out when we're going to start and when we're going to end, because there's been talk of them trying to play as many as 140 games, which I really don't think is possible. Um, there's been talk of them maybe moving it back to 120 games, 100 to 120 games. I think that's more realistic. So if that's the case, it'll just depend on when the season's going to end. Because normally seasons end around November 1st. That last World Series game is around that time. If we're going to push the season backwards um, and play the season into November and possibly into December, you would probably have to figure that they push back the trade deadline and some of these other time, um, time stamps on the calendar. The MLB has all, I'm not going to say always, recently has had a tr- an issue of attracting younger fans. They've been saying that the game's monotonous, just not enough action, not enough, and there's just not been enough fans for the MLB. Could this be something that would force the MLB to make rule changes and make this one of the best things that ever happened to baseball? Uh, it depends on what your definition of best things ever. because Best things as in revenue coming in for the MLB in the future. Sure. So I think it depends on, on the person because a lot of people want to make a lot of different changes. A lot of people like or want um, robot umpires. A lot of people want the three batter minimum for the relief pitcher. So I don't want to say it could be the best thing in the world for baseball, but I certainly think if the NBA season is canceled um, and um, you know the NFL season stays as is and the NHL season is canceled, if the only thing going on in the sports world is baseball, it could help rejuvenate it a little bit, certainly. I think, I mean, shoot, I think NBA is having eight of their guys play online video games and they're streaming it, I think it's tomorrow. NFL has a Madden tournament today. Exactly. That'll probably get uh, plenty of viewership just because people are latching on to anything sports-related, understandably. So, yeah, I I think it certainly could give MLB a a little bit of rejuvenation. Uh, How long that'll last, I'm not quite sure MLB certainly has more long-term goals in place and I don't think uh, not that you're insinuating this but I don't think Major League Baseball should rely on a national pandemic to help um, you know get its popularity back Nah, I, I mean I was just wondering all the rule changes would a rule change maybe come in and stick and maybe then up the popularity with younger fans probably not gonna happen but look no, nobody actually knows and normally I, w- I normally end off a guest asking for for a prediction. I'm not going to do that. I would is going to ask you. I would ask you, given it's what month we in April for maybe World Series prediction or something like that. I'm just going to ask you. Do you think we will have a World Series by I 2021? Do. I, I do. I, I think we'll play this season. If I were to put a guess on it right now, I think we'll be playing in June. Um, I, again, I'm pretty optimistic of a person. I like to think bright things. Um, if I had it my way, we'd be playing in, in May. I, I just don't think realistic that's going to happen. But I'm pretty confident we'll have a season this year. How many games it'll be, I'm not quite sure. But I, I'm confident we'll play. All right. Thank you so much, Danny. Of course. Hey, take care, man. That was Danny Vietti, the CBS Sports MLB writer. Big thank you for, to Danny for coming on. Make sure you check out his work. You heard me mention it during the interview, the Jerry Sadusky interview. 
on Sports with Yosef. Make sure you check that out and all of my other podcasts, as well as checking out my Ravens blog, sportsblog.com, username yosefm 613 I'm also on Medium now, one of the most popular blogging sites in the world. So check me out there, medium.com, username yosefm 613 Check out all the action on Sportscaster. There might not be live games, but there are still videos that I'm putting out of live of play-by-plays of past games. Make sure you check that out. Give me a follow on Twitter at yosefm 613 at yosefm613. I'm really trying to grow, grow Twitter. I need your help, so please give me a follow. So, like I said, like Danny said, all of sports are shut down. I'm just going to go through a quick run-through of what happened. Rudy Gobert, an NBA player, came down, was tested and came down with coronavirus a couple of days after he had an interview where he mocked the coronavirus and he was touching all the equipment and then he, he tested positive. And an NBA match was canceled and actually I had the coverage live on Sportscaster pretty much as it was breaking. So the NBA was like, like Danny said, was the first one to go down and then every sport followed. Uh, the Olympic Committee has postponed the Olympics to 2021. Basically, everything's pushed back except the NFL. And not having the NFL pushed back intrigues me. I'm not sure what the NFL is doing. And you heard me ask Danny about it. I just don't get it. In my mind, it's just stupidity. There is no way the NFL is going to be able to play a, a full 16-game regular season. I just I don't think it's going to happen. Danny thought we were going to have baseball in June. I'm a little bit more skeptical. Obviously, Danny knows the situation better than I do. But I just, I think the pressure of what's going to happen of when one person gets COVID-19 in an organization, how that organization is going to respond, I think it'll be really tough. I don't know. I just think it's going to be really tough for any sports organization for any organization in the world to deal with this and come up with a great way of doing it i was planning on also talking some ravens going through nfl free agency some wild rides happening there but danny interview um danny was amazing and was able to get a lot of good questions in took a lot of time so i will do a separate ravens podcast it will be coming out pretty soon so make sure you keep your ears tuned for it Make sure you check out all of my platforms as I give you the best sports coverage during no sports. Thanks for listening to this edition of Sports With Yosef. Stay home, stay safe, and I'll see you next time.